Almighty God and Father, we come before you in reverence and humility to seek your favor this evening. We acknowledge your divine presence in this land, in our state, our region, and in the city of Norfolk. We ask for your spirit to intercede in today's council meeting. Please be with our city mayor and council members whom you have ordained to listen to its citizens and administer to their needs. Please grant them wisdom and discernment in exercising their duties that the decisions made in this room today will be in alignment with your will and to the betterment of the city. And it's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. 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 I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic with which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please call the roll. Ms. Johnson? Here. Mr. Riddick? Here. Mr. Smeagle? Here. Mr. Thomas? Here. Dr. Wibley? Here. Mr. Alexander? Here. The motion is to excuse Councilwoman Graves and Councilwoman McClellan. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? I want people to realize Martin and I really do like each other. This is not <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. The motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagle. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. Well, good evening again. Those who do not attend the council meeting, our procedure tonight is to first take up ceremony items. Next, we'll take up public hearings in the order that they appear on your docket, then the consentogen, which will be voted on in the block. If any member of the council or the public wishes to discuss an item, we'll remove it from the consent agenda and consider it separately. Following the consent agenda, we'll take up the regular agenda items, and again, in the order as they appear on the docket. Upon completion of the agenda, we'll then take up new business to come before the council. To address the council, you should register with the clerk prior to 7 p.m. outside of the council chamber. When your name is called, come to the podium, state your name and your address, and please limit your comments to three minutes. We do have uh, one ceremony item, and I'm pleased to see uh, so many out tonight. Uh, tonight, and this is the recognition of several people who've served the city as parent representatives on the board of Interagency Consortium, a policy board established to oversee administration of the Children's Services Act. I'd like to invite to the podium uh, Ms. Leanne Avery with Ms. Betty Way Cole, Sharon Houston, Ms. Houston, and Ms. Becky Osborne. Thank you for being here. On behalf of the city and the city council, I want to thank all of you for your many years of service that you've given to ensure that our children and families referred for assistance receive the best possible care and treatment. You contributed your time, your energy, and your talent to the job at a critical time in our history. 
you had great responsibilities, and you achieved it very well. Betty Cole, you gave an amazing 22 years. Ms. Avery, I believe you served close to 20. Quite an achievement. And Ms. Osborne, I know that you served for nearly 10 years or longer. The council is deeply appreciated that you've done what you've done for our children. I'd like to uh, present uh, all of you with plaques on behalf of the city, and I'll come down and present them. But I want to read uh, each one of them. And this one is to Betty Way Cole by the City Council, City of Norfolk, with thanks and appreciation for outstanding service to the citizens of Norfolk as a member of the Norfolk Interagency Consortium July, from July 1995 to July 20, uh, 2017. And I'll be down to present. Ms. Osborne, with thanks and appreciation for outstanding service to the citizens of Norfolk as a member of the Norfolk Interagency Consortium from February 2010 to July 2017. And Ms. Houston is not here, so I'll present hers when she arrives. And Ms. Avery, with thanks and appreciation for outstanding service to the citizens of Norfolk as a member of the Norfolk Interagency Consortium from September 1999 to July 2017. Ms. Osborne, here you are. Thank you. All right, we're going to come up here and get a picture with the council. Betty Wade Cole, all right, and Miss Avery. So why don't you step behind Thank the podium you. here? We're going to come behind the council. All the council can stand. Come around here. Yeah. We're going to each have a picture. Alex, can I have one? You skipped makeup? We knew you wouldn't come. We have a speech you have to give after that. 30 seconds. <laughs> to not leave without saying something. Serving the children and families of the city of Norfolk has been a great pleasure because this is a city that truly cares for its children. And just because we're not sitting on an official board, we're not going away. And we'll stay in contact with you about issues that best serve the citizens and children of our city. Thank you for allowing us to do what we did. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, I do want to uh, recognize Lennox. Uh, Lennox, where are you? Lennox is a student at uh, W.H. Taylor. She is uh, a student. Come on up front here. She is uh, uh, on the student council. I was warned that she wants to be mayor. <laughs> and then she wants to go on to be governor and president. So we want you to, uh, to, to let you know that we're rooting for you, and we hope that all, the, all of your dreams to come, come true, not only uh, to be the mayor of the city of Norfolk, but to be the first 
female president of the United States, okay? <laughs> Lennox, we're rooting for you, but we hope the female makes it before you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clerk, um, could you again read the resolution certifying the closed meeting? Certainly, can. A resolution certifying closed meeting of the Council of the City of Norfolk in accordance with the provisions of the Virginia Freedom of Information Act. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, ready for business? Uh, yes, we are. All right. IB1. This item is an invitation of bid and notice of public hearing scheduled this day pursuant to state law, public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to accept bids for a long-term easement for a term of 40 years and temporary construction easements for a term of no longer than five years over city of Norfolk property and licensed to cross a city of Norfolk easement, all located in the city of Suffolk in conjunction with the construction installation and maintenance of a natural gas pipeline subject to certain terms and conditions. Um, Mr. Clark, how many bids have we received? We've received one bid. Uh, please read the bid and mark, it as a, uh, mark the bid for identification. Okay, Atlantic Coast Pipeline LLC has submitted the following bid. $150,000 for a long-term easement of 40 years in duration, temporary construction easements of five years in duration, and license agreements necessary to cross existing city easements, housing raw water lines, all as more particularly described in item number IB1 and the attachments thereto dated October 2, 2017, and on file in our office. And I have marked this Atlantic Coast Pipeline bid 102417. Thank you. Are there any additional bids offered? <coughs> if there are no additional bids offered, I declare that the bidding is closed. Is there any member of the public who wishes to be heard on this matter? Yes, Teresa Amoroso? Please come forward. I have some copies of my statement, but I only have three. I don't know if you'd like to have Please. some. Please. Thank you. Thank you, sir. My name is Teresa Amoruso, and I live at 179 DuPont Circle in Norfolk. Good evening. I'm here to speak on the issue of accepting bids to vote on allowing a gas pipeline to cross existing easements owned by the city of Norfolk. These easements include areas of both the Lake Prince and Western Branch Reservoirs and contain raw water pipelines. Our utility department has only been able to make an assessment of the potential environmental risks, risks to these important reservoirs using data provided by Dominion and FERC. As a resident of Norfolk and as a mother, I am not satisfied with this means of assessment. The city of Norfolk and other regulators, regulators agree that boring pipelines under our priceless reservoirs cannot be assessed as completely safe, only as, quote unquote, low risk. But why is any level of risk acceptable to our priceless water supply? 
These easements go through marshy finger areas of our reservoirs. If, God forbid, an accident occurred at any point during that operation, what would the cost of cleanup be? Is there any acceptable level of risk for releasing frac gas and its associated hydrocarbon liquids into our reservoirs and marshes? These easements are needed to connect this region to the proposed ACP. Instead of having seven smaller stations as originally planned, this fiercely contested frac gas pipeline would now be built with one mega compressor station to be proposed to be located in Union Hill, which is an important historic African-American living community established in the 19th century. This dangerous compressor station would release gas as part of its operation and be an ongoing threat to this community. It would make a very loud noise 24-7 that sounds like this. Eek! Please, let us in Norfolk do our part to say no to this blatant environmental racism. The property to be built to build this station was recently sold to the company by, by the descendants of former slave owners. This injustice cannot and will not be allowed. Frack gas releases methane, a dangerous greenhouse gas, in every step of its production through anticipated release in compressor station operations, such as the one proposed in Union Hill, and through unanticipated leakage. This is not an energy we need to commit our region to for decades. With the threat of climate change, and when the world is moving to renewables now, if more energy is needed, then please let Norfolk take the lead in bringing safe, clean, green energy to our region now, such as localized solar farms. A later agenda item tonight deals with accepting a federal gr grant to clean up environmental toxins in four designated Brownsfield areas of our city. One of them is Harbor Park. At this time, Virginia Natural Gas, a subsidiary of the Atlanta-based Southern Gas Company, Southern, oh. what would all of us say to our children as mothers and fathers and leaders of our community in the event, God forbid, that these frack gas pipelines are built here and an accident occurred? I ask each of you now to kindly consider, as parents and community leaders, what answer you will be able to give to your children, or perhaps your children's children, in the case of such a terrible event. I respectfully ask that the City Council of Norfolk, in response to the well-founded concerns of the people in Norfolk in safeguarding our water supply, please vote not to proceed tonight with allowing a private gas company to bore an unnecessary and unwanted dangerous frack gas pipeline underneath our priceless and irreplaceable water reservoirs. Please consider the indisputable environmental racism built into them. Please consider the tremendous responsibility for stewardship of, of our water that is in your hands tonight. I respectfully ask that you not allow permission to use Norfolk-owned lands for connecting to a dangerous, methane-emitting, highly racist, unneeded, and unwanted frack gas pipeline. Thank you for your time, for your consideration, and for your leadership tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mr. Ellis James. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. Hello out there, Mrs. Graves and Mrs. McClellan. Mr. Doug Smith, my favorite city manager. I find myself in a strange position. I am a longtime member of a Sierra Club. I have been to events fighting against the pipeline, and so I don't come to the podium with clean hands, but 
I would urge the council to follow the excellent counsel of Dr. Whibley this evening in the informal session. I know that as she spoke about some of her concerns and lack of information, that they sounded very familiar to me. And since you're not voting on it tonight, and two of our council members are not present to vote, uh, I would hope that the city would provide the additional information that is needed, and that is not a knock on Kristen Lentz. I want to be sure you understand that. She talked with me this evening. She gave me basic, good, solid answers when I asked about it. I spoke with City Manager Smith and explained to him that I was not going to get up and oppose the pipeline tonight, but I do have concerns. I will make it simple. My concerns are private property rights, any action or activity or construction that would especially impact the minority community as it does in so many places across this commonwealth. And I would also have concerns about the question of any pipeline break and whether or not it would contaminate water that the city of Norfolk and other residents in our region uh, need to rely upon. And I don't think that's an unreasonable request. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Mr. James. I declare the public hearing closed. Is there a recommendation from the city staff regarding the bid received from Atlantic Coast Pipeline, LLC? Uh, yes, sir. City staff recommends that the bid by Atlantic Coast Pipeline, LLC, be reviewed by city staff and a recommendation be made to the council at the November 14, 2017 meeting. Is there a motion to continue this matter to the next meeting of the city council on November 14, uh, 2017, to receive the recommendation of the city staff and to consider bid the bid that has been uh, received? I so move. I second the motion. Is there a further discussion? If not, clerk, please call the roll. I have a motion to close the public hearing and continue until November the 14th. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, IB2. This item is a... Um, bid for a public hearing scheduled to stay pursuant to state law notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to accept bids for a lease with a term of five years with the option to renew the lease for two additional periods of five years each for premises known as suite one in the Selden arcade located at 210 east main street in the city of norfolk subject to certain terms and conditions uh, how many bids have been received we received one bid please read the bid and market for identification Dear City Clerk, subject to terms and conditions set forth in the invitation to bid for lease suite 1, 210 East Main Street, we are proposing to lease 
the, sub the subject space to the terms and conditions in the proposed Exhibit A of the attached <coughs> lease document. The initial term will be for five years. The rent will be year one will be based on 1000 a month plus 2% of gross monthly revenue and the total not to exceed 2142.25 monthly. The percentage rent for years two and three will increase 3% then 4% and the total monthly rent will increase accordingly. After the initial five-year term, we will have the option to renew our lease for periods two of five years each. Periods will begin 120 days after the commencement date and will be paid to the Norfolk City Treasurer. The payments will be made, sorry. The space will be delivered by the landlord in an as-semi-finished condition. We will be responsible for any interior alterations to the space. We will be responsible for obtaining all permits and license appropriate to conduct our business in the space. Any other details are attached to the lease document. Are there any additional bids offered? Did you say who the bid was from? I'm sorry, Revenge Creamery LLC, and it will be noted on the contract here. Are there any additional bids offered? If there are no additional bids offered, I declare the bidding closed. Is there any member of the public who wishes to be heard on this matter? There's no member of the public who wishes to be heard. I declare the public hearing closed. Is there a recommendation from the staff regarding the bid received from Revenge Creamery, LLC? Uh, yes, sir. City staff recommends that the bid by Revenge Creamery, LLC be reviewed by city staff and a recommendation be made to the council at the November 14, 2017 meeting. Is there a motion to continue this matter until the next meeting of the city council on November 14, 2017 to receive the recommendation of the city staff and to consider the bid for Revenge Creamery, LLC. I don't have that one. I still move. All right. A second? Second. Okay. It was a second. Thank you. Um, is there any further discussion? If not, start call the roll. A motion to close the public hearing and continue until November the 14th. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH1? PH1 is a public notice scheduled to stay under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments authorizing the conveyance to Hoffler Architects, LLC, of a certain parcel of property located at 2416 Courtney Avenue, for the total sum of $14,500 in accordance with the terms and conditions of the conveyance agreement, authorizing the release of the city's right of revert upon certain conditions. Call the roll. I have an ordinance authorizing the conveyance to Hoffler Architects, LLC, of a certain parcel of property located at 2416 Courtney Avenue for a total sum of $14,500 in accordance with the terms and conditions of the conveyance agreement, authorizing release of the city's right of reverter upon certain conditions, dispensed with the charter requirements for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH2? PH2 scheduled to stay under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments authorizing the conveyance to Hoffler Architects LLC of a certain parcel property located at 2420 Courtney Avenue for a total sum of $14,500 in accordance with the terms and conditions of the conveyance agreement, authorizing the release of the city's right of revert upon certain conditions. Call the roll. 
I have an ordinance authorizing the conveyance to Hoffler Architects LLC of a certain parcel of property located at 2420 Courtney Avenue for a total sum of $14,500 in accordance with the terms and conditions of the conveyance agreement authorizing the release of the city's right of reverter upon certain conditions. Dispensed with the charter requirements for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH3? PH3 is a public hearing scheduled this day under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of Pinewell Station for a text amendment to section 2740, Pinewell Station Residential Plan Development, PDR Pinewell Station of the city's zoning ordinance to reflect a current plan for multifamily development. Uh, Mr. Clark, there are no opponents, but uh, if there are any questions, uh, Tim Faulkner is here to answer questions, Ken Owen is here to answer questions, and Warren Tisdale. Any questions from the council? Not call the roll. Okay, I have an ordinance to amend section 2740 of the zoning ordinance of the city of Norfolk 1992 so as to revise the layout of the Pinewell Station Residential Plan Development District. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinances and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Uh, thank you uh, to the breeding company for your patience, and we're almost through this, so aye. Okay. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH4? PH4 is a public hearing scheduled this day under the state law. Notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of Avidity LLC for a change of zoning from R6, which is single family, to R8, single family, on property located at 443 and 445, Honaker Avenue, and by a vote of 7-0, Planning Commission recommends approval. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. I have an ordinance to rezone properties located <laughs> at 443 and 445 Honaker Avenue from R6 to R8 zoning district, dispensed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Uh, PH5. PH5 is a public hearing scheduled this day under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of the Four Rivers Project, Inc. for a change of zoning from R8 and Park Place Residential Overlay Districts to Conditional C1 on property located at 1001 East 26th Street. All right. Terry Hurst. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. My name is Terry Hurst. I reside at 104 East Severn Road, 23505. I have met with this nonprofit organization, the Four Rivers Project, on a number of occasions. They are some of the highest quality people I have ever met. Uh, their board are exceptional. They have amazing plans. Uh, the things that they do and the populations that they serve, including the disenfranchised, is desperately needed and always welcome, in my opinion, in our city. The things they want to do with this piece of property, uh, which is currently a piece of property sitting of no use and currently in a state that helps no one, uh, this zoning would help them do amazing things. It would become a gem, not only for the organization, but for the city, and would help uh, service their population with a number of great services and help them become uh, great upstanding folks in, this, in our society and our uh, neighborhood. So I would encourage you to fully support the uh, rezoning of this property. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lisa Suhey. Hi, Lisa Suhey. 
I reside at 1651 Longwood Drive. I'm a children's book author in the city, and you might have seen some of my columns in the Virginian Pilot, and I say that so you understand that I'm a storyteller. And, um, and I'm also the founder of the Norfolk Initiative for Chess Excellence, so I teach people how to play nice. And um, I have to confess it was my idea to take this piece of property, get it donated to the Four Rivers Project, which took about two years to achieve. And um, when I tell you I'm a storyteller, it's because I want you to think about what does, what story does an empty building in Villa Heights tell the children and the citizens of the city of Norfolk? Right now, that story begins with, we gave up. Somebody quit. Villa Heights doesn't have just one empty building. It has the armory building, which has sat empty for a very long time. And from what I read in the papers, the next thing that may be standing empty is the farm market. This is in the heart of Villa Heights. This building would be converted into a community space, which would have computers, which would have opportunities for people from our community to come and to volunteer to help teach people how to use those computers to help people write resumes with those computers to help people search for jobs to help kids learn to help kids do their homework to help them tell an entirely different story about Villa Heights and about the way this city feels about Villa Heights so that it can have a much happier ending so I hope that you will vote in favor of that story and not the story that keeps that building empty Thank you. Thank you. Lana Presley. Good evening, Mayor, Council. My name is Lana Presley, and I reside at 2833 Villa Circle, 23504. I'd just like to um, encourage you to vote yes for the zoning change. Um, this little building has sat empty in our community, I don't know, for maybe 10 or 12 years. And we... Um, have a vision to bring this building back. Um, you see the picture down there in the uh, lower right-hand corner. Uh, they've asked us to maintain that same facade, and I'm hoping somebody will donate a phone booth so we can put a phone booth right there, too. But um, we are excited about our plans going forward. We have uh, the architect has been on site and our mechanical people and also um, the structural engineer. So. Once we pass your approval tonight, then we can move on to the next stages for this building. I'd like to uh, respectfully uh, request if the people who are here in support of this could please stand. Is that okay? <laughs> thank you. Thank and you. thank you also for your vote. Yes, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming down. Thank you, Dr. Sharon Riley. Good evening, Mr. Mayor and members of City Council. I also stand in agreement with those who have spoken before me on behalf of the Four Rivers Project to use this building to be a facility that will benefit Villa Heights. I am a pastor of Faith Deliverance Christian Center at 1010 East 26th Street, directly across from this facility. I live in the Ghent area at 825 Mowbray Arch, and I have a, a serious concern about the lack of facilities for the children in the Villa Heights area. There are actually, beyond our facility at Faith Deliverance, no places where children can go and find safety, 
find learning opportunities, find anything that will enhance their lives. In addition to that, I have concerns about those persons in our community who also need help and assistance with being able to find jobs through the internet, having access to that kind of technology. And I believe that the Four Rivers Project has the heart of Villa Heights at the utmost concern for the members there, the people who live there. And Faith Deliverance Christian Center certainly supports this. And we intend to do all that we can to make sure that this facility is used, used well, and has what it needs. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. All right, Mr. Clerk, page five. Sure, I have an ordinance to rezone property located at 1001 East 26th Street from R8 to Park Place Residential Overlay Districts to Conditional C1 District. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Um, I would just like to say to the community of Villa Heights, um, you've worked extremely hard um, Madam President Presley, one of the first things I heard about when I first became a councilwoman in 2014 uh, was that building uh, with all the pictures and I clearly understood what the community's vision was for the community as well as for our scholars. So congratulations to you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing great things that will come out of that, it won't be empty building anymore, but a most productive building for the community of Villa Heights. So thank you to the Villa Heights community, aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Very exciting. We've talked about this for lots of different iterations and it's nice to see it come to fruition. Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Page six. Page six is a public hearing scheduled this day under the state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk on the application of James R. McKee for the closing, vacating, and discontinuing a certain portion of Chesapeake Bay Avenue lying north of 1512 Leeview Avenue containing 1,389 square feet more or less. Mr. McKee is here to answer any questions. Any questions from the council? If not, Mr. Clerk, call the roll. I have an ordinance closing, vacating, and discontinuing a portion of Chesapeake Bay Avenue and authorizing the conveyance to the abutting property owner of any interest the city has in the said property of Chesapeake Bay Avenue. Dismissed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH7? PH7 scheduled to stay under, under a state law. Public notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments approving a lease agreement with Azalea Little League Incorporated for the lease of city owned property located at 1130 Pine Ridge Road Agreement. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. I have an ordinance approving the lease agreement with Azalea Little League Incorporated for the lease of the city owned property located at 1130 Pine Ridge Road Agreement. Dismissed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Uh, Doug, uh, this voting on this made me think of um, at the last budget, uh, we voted for $100,000 to do a study on a sports complex in the city. Um, it would be great to get an update because I, this is one of the locations that we could possibly do something. Um, I hope it was looked at if it's, if it's being studied still, but it'd be great to get an update on that. Um, whether outdoor, indoor, whatever they were working on. We'll make that happen. Yeah. Aye. Thank you. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. PH8? PH8, public hearing scheduled this day under the state law notice having been inserted in the local press by the city clerk to hear comments mm -hmm. 
on the issuance of up to $60 million in general obligation bonds of the City of Norfolk, Virginia, to finance a portion of the City's capital improvement program. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. I have an, an ordinance authorizing the issuance and sale by the City of Norfolk, Virginia of up to $60 million general obligation capital improvement bonds. Dispensed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Uh, C1 through C5 will be considered in a block, and C6 will be considered separately. C1 through C5, approve the consent agenda. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. C6. C6 is an ordinance approving the acceptance of a grant award of up to $300,000 from the United States Environmental Protection Agency and appropriating and authorizing the expenditure of the grant. Mr. Ellis James. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. Mr. Smith, my name is Ellis W. James. I reside at 2021 Kenlake Place here in the city of Norfolk. Um, I want to be sure about one thing. It looks to me, first, well, first of all, let me say the obvious important thing. I very much urge you to support the grant situation from the EPA. I would ask that the appropriate officials, Mr. Mayor, would closely examine whether everything that was requested in this three, I believe it's $300,000 grant, um, has not been in any way altered or left the city short on what needs to be accomplished. The EPA is under very serious attack at this very moment at the national level. And I do have a concern about whether everything that we needed to accomplish with securing this grant is in place and has not been somehow tampered with or and I don't mean by my friend Mr. Smith. Thank, <laughs> Thank you Mr. Mayor. Thank you Mr. James. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Okay, Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. one. R1 is an ordinance permitting 116 Granby LLC to encroach into the right-of-way at 116 Granby Street with either a sign or an awning. Dispensed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thompson? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R2? R2 is an ordinance approving the 2018 Officer and Employee Health Insurance Plans, the employer and employee contribution rates, and <coughs> authorizing the expenditure of a sum sufficient from the health care fund heretofore appropriated. Dispensed with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. 
Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R3? R3 is an ordinance to amend and reordain ordinance number 46733 entitled an ordinance closing, vacating, and discontinuing a portion of Maple Shade Avenue and authorizing the city manager to accept the conveyance by the abutting property owner of a utility easement in the vacated portion of the street so as to correct the description of the portion of Maple Shade Avenue closed, vacated, and discontinued in the description of the utility easement to be conveyed to the city of Norfolk. Dispense with the charter requirement for Eden, the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R4. R4 is an ordinance authorizing the acquisition of certain parcels of property located at 2901 East Virginia Beach Boulevard for the purpose of revitalizing the area, approving the terms and conditions of the purchase and sale agreement, and authorizing the expenditure of a sum of up to $615,000 from funds heretofore appropriated for acquisition of the property and all related transactional costs. Dispense with the charter. Yeah. Um this never came to us. Uh, we talked about uh, some other properties. Um, yeah, we discussed this is uh, five points. Hmm. Yeah. This is not five points. This is the market. This is this is at Virginia Beach and uh, and Merrimack Avenue. Merrimack Market. Yeah, I like to hold this for a week at least. Yeah, I like to hold it. Continue to November fourteenth. November fourteenth. Motions continue to November fourteenth. Motion to continue till November 14th. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. Uh, Mr. Riddick? Aye. Okay. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Thank you. R4, uh, R5. R5 is a resolution supporting six transportation projects and requesting funding from the Commonwealth of Virginia Department of Transportation for such projects in the amount of $9,650,000 through FY 2019 and FY 2020 revenue sharing program. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R6? R6 is a resolution supporting two transportation projects and requesting funding from the Commonwealth of Virginia Department of Transportation for such projects in the amount of $750,000 through the FY 2019 Transportation Alternatives Program. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Okay. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R7? R7 is an ordinance granting Richard L. Halverson and Teresa S. Halverson permission to encroach into city-owned property located adjacent to 8401 Norris Town Drive with the replacement of an existing pier and approving the terms and conditions of the license agreement. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R8? R8 is an ordinance to amend and reordain section 24-174 of the Norfolk City Code 1979 as amended so as to add a DMV administrative stop fee to delinquent tax bills or parking citations. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. 
Mr. Alexander. Aye. R9. R9 is a resolution supporting and endorsing the regional broadband initiative and a Go Virginia grant application. Call the roll. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R10. R10 is a resolution supporting and endorsing the Unmanned Systems Testing and Demonstration Center in York County, Virginia. Ellis W. James. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council, Mr. Smith. I have a concern, and I just want to be sure that I understand that there's no spillover effect problem with this particular item. Um, you heard my concerns last meeting about the question of the airport and whether or not it's productive for the city. Um, is there anything I would assume, uh, assume, Mr. Mayor, that the manager might know? Um, is there anything contained in this which would involve training coming to Norfolk or to Norfolk's airport area in terms of drones and so on. The, this center, I understand. I don't have a real serious problem with the center, but I just have a concern that, um, you know, the, some places, both in Virginia and other places, they are trying to really, really step up the question of drones and delivery of packages for companies and all kinds of things. Um, are we at a point where we know our support for the demonstration center is not going to involve any kinds of commitments to allow them to bring training of drones to our airport area and so on? If, if that's not an unreasonable question, right. I, so it's is it Go, Mike Goldsmith? Who's the point person for for Mr. James on? It's really you and I. Why don't you and I chat right after the meeting? I'll tell you the, the, the quick answer is no. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, okay. Mr. Clark, adopt the resolution. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. I just want to say uh, both the last uh, resolution, this one, they're really great that the localities and Hampton Roads are working together to support the Go Virginia initiative, so that when it's Norfolk's turn to ask for some of those funds. We've all been working together, but it, this will impact us in a way, Mr. James, of jobs and uh, possibly bring another industry into our area. So uh, it, we're, I'm glad we're doing it. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R11? R11 is an ordinance authorizing the city manager to negotiate and finalize a development agreement among LCP, Waterside Hotel Owner, LLC, First Capital Funding, Inc., Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority, and the City of Norfolk. A cooperation agreement between Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority and the City of Norfolk. A second amendment to amend and re 
stated operating agreement among the City of Norfolk, LCP, Waterside Hotel owner, LCC, and First Capital Funding, Inc., and a second amendment to the Main Street Parking Agreement among the City of Norfolk, LCP Waterside Hotel owner, LLC, and First Capital Funding, Inc., and authorizing the city manager to execute each of the agreements on behalf of the city. Dispense. I'm really concerned about this. Is this time sensitive? Yes. Okay. Mr. Well, Mr. Clerk. We'll go with Dispense that. with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Suspend for a second. Um, don't let them speak. They're on no, the roll. Ter no, ter no, Terry Hurst wanted to oh. speak. Yeah, please. Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. I appreciate that. And um, thank you, City Council. My name is Terry Hurst. Again, I reside at 104 East Severn Road, 23505. I'd like you to ask yourselves these questions before voting on this item. Uh, keeping in mind the following theme, government picking winners and losers. What are the city's standards for this kind of deal? Is it just open season for real estate investment proposals? Can anyone come in with a deal that more or less pays for itself by increasing tax revenue with a city investment and get the city to spend staff time figuring out how to make it work? Are we compelled to acquiesce to this deal since we are trying to salvage our first investment after the high hopes we had for it have not materialized sufficiently to fund its own renovation? The city set the bar very high with the main, which was heavily subsidized, and now it needs to decide how far it's going to go helping everyone else catch up, or if it's going to truly turn its attention to the schools where it belongs. The greatest cities have the greatest schools, not the greatest conference centers needing renovations every few years to keep up with the competition that is also <coughs> subsidized by the government. It seems like the deals that pay for themselves always seem to lead to more deals and not more investment in other city services or the schools. For example, as mentioned in the work session two weeks ago, the previous deal on the Marriott included income for the city from percent of gross rents and catering, but that was renegotiated and that income went away. I would suggest the next deal the city gets into with the developer brings with it the commitment of a revenue stream to support our schools. Better yet, make it every deal the city does with developers. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Mr. Clerk? Dr. Wibley? Yes? <laughs> Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. That's all I have. Mr. Pisco, do you have anything to add? I have nothing to add. All right. Uh, Danny Legin. <coughs> My name is Danny Legin. I reside at 3844 Dare Circle. Um, I don't know who to give credit for, whether it's Mrs. McCullen or Mr. Thomas, uh, but in an article uh, that was written in the Virginia Pilot, they were discussing who is going to be city manager of Norfolk. Uh, and the uh, whole gist of the conversation was that the people wanted to be able to see who was going to be city manager and have an input. Uh, the explanation uh, was that, well, uh, people want to keep this secret or people don't want their employers to know whether they're, you know, they're looking for another job. 
Uh, and in turn, and I will put the caveat, and you did an excellent job and you chose the right man. But I know that only because I was here to observe and, and see what he did. But the other people in this city were not. Uh, and uh, in the article, um, like I said, I'm not sure whether it was Mr. Thomas or Mr. McCullen, uh, they interviewed her and she said, we are, we are uh, voted into office to make the hard decisions for the citizens of this city. And I'd like to correct that perception. Uh, you're not hired to make the hard decisions for the city of this, uh, for the citizens of this city. You are hired to do the mundane things that you do, and you do it very well. For example, whether or not you have a sign that was oval, but it was grandfathered in, but you, then you had another octagon sign, but it was put over top of the round sign, and you didn't know whether it was grandfathered in, whether the octagon sign could be with the round sign, and that was something y'all agonized over and decided it was all right that the octagon sign could be with the round sign. That's an example of, of some of the things that you go through, uh, and you did a very good job at that. But when it comes down to making hard decisions, uh, you have failed to include the public. Uh, and you get a bad rap many times because of the fact that you don't include the public uh, in your decision making. You don't give us the information uh, so that we can at least have some input or at least understand why you're making the decisions that you're making with our tax dollars. So. You know, it becomes imperative that you, you be honest, you be open, and you be transparent. You hear these uh, terms over and over again. Uh, but I keep coming back. Uh, people keep asking me, uh, does city council uh, support racism? Do they support uh, threatening behavior to council people and to citizens? Uh, do they uh, support uh, racial slurs against individuals? Um, and the question keeps coming up over and over again, and you can't get an answer to that. Or, in conclusion, they want to know why, under uh, Mayor Alexander's leadership, do they have a rule that can virtually strip every citizen of their First Amendment rights? Even though Mayor uh, Alexander says, well, I'm not going to have anybody arrested, but you have a rule that says you can, you can shut me down at any point if you don't like what I'm saying. Uh, they want to know why that is a, a rule uh, under this leadership, and I would suggest that you uh, become much more open and much more honest with the people of the city. Thank you. Robert Henderson. He's gone? Okay. Council adjourned. Mr. Rogers.